Well, welcome to the latest ASA podcast with me, Dr. Chris Keel. Today, we're going to do a little bit of a trip down my personal memory lane because it's kind of relevant. Um, back when I was becoming an economist, this was quite confusing to my father because he was an engineer and he wanted to know why I had decided to go to the dark side to become an economist. And I tried to point out that his father was a banker and he had a lot nicer house than we did. So, you know, just following the money. But more to the point, I pointed out to him, you know, if you make a mistake, Dad, something falls down. If I make a mistake, first of all, nobody cares. And second of all, nobody's surprised. So I start off with that story because if you've been trying to follow economists as they are trying to figure out what's going to happen this year, you're confused because we apparently are confused. One minute we're talking about a potential retreat when it comes to inflation. The next minute we're saying, oh no, here it comes again. We're going to have to raise rates. No, we won't. Yes, we will. No, we won't. Yes, we will. Well, <clears throat> I don't know how to explain it other than to say that the data has been uh, unpredictable. That may be the most generous way of putting it. Earlier in the year, and this is granted only February, so we're talking January, we were beginning to see some real progress when it came to inflation. We were seeing what we thought was the global peak in December of last year, and I think we still did. We have seen inflation come down pretty considerably in various areas. We've seen commodity prices come down, oil prices have come down, logistics prices have come down, factory gate prices have come down. So we definitely have seen a reduction when it comes to inflation, which is one of the things that was leading people to conclude that the central banks would be in a position to relax and not raise their rates or at least slow down that rate hike. But then we begin to look at the data that starts to come in in February, and it was surprising, <clears throat> which is not surprising that it's surprising because we seem always to be surprised. First off, we see the job data coming in very strong, and it's not supposed to. We were supposed to have seen a decline in employment. We were beginning to see some pretty substantial layoffs in the high-tech sector, and that was leading people to con <clears throat> conclude that we're going to see an overall increase in the unemployment rate. Instead, we gained the jobs, the unemployment rate stayed low, and apparently these high-tech sector job losses weren't having much of an effect on the economy. That's something we could have noted because when you looked at the people who were being laid off, most of them were finding new jobs within 48 hours. I mean, you saw where 18,000 people were laid off by Amazon. 85% of them had new jobs within two days. High tech is in demand. So you're not working for Amazon. You're not working for one of the tier one, two, or threes. Well, there's somebody else out there willing to hire you. So the job numbers have not reinforced the notion that rates can start coming down again. And then we get the latest numbers from retail. And the retail numbers were higher than we thought they were going to be, too. So, geez, now what? Um, we're 
looking at behavior that says, yeah, the economy is still humming, and if it's still humming, then maybe we still need to worry about inflation. I mean, just yesterday, you were beginning to get some commentary from some of the hawks within the Fed, most notably Loretta Mester from the Cleveland Fed, pointing out that, hey, you know, we're still going to have to raise rates, and she's still talking about a half-point increase. The drama right now is revolving around labor, and that's something that we knew was going to be a factor this year. We weren't sure how much of one, but it's been pretty obvious that the labor shortage is acute. It continues to play a role. There are all kinds of behaviors right now that are keeping the labor rates high. One of them has been the chronic worker shortage, and I've talked about this before. Companies are very reluctant to lay people off right now because it took them so long to find that workforce in the first place. So once they have them, they're like, I'm not going to let go of this guy. I can't. If I try to go back and hire him later, I, I'm not going to be able to. <clears throat> I'm not going to be able to find a replacement. So I'm going to figure out a way to hang on to this workforce regardless. So it's been less of an indicator that it might otherwise have been. And so it's a little mixed message. You know, we're certainly seeing things that indicate that inflation is under control, but we're also seeing these threats that could keep it as a major factor through the rest of the year. So what does that leave us with? <clears throat> we have as many arguments to say that we're going to see interest rates start to stall out as we do arguments to say that interest rates are going to keep coming up. <clears throat> Isn't that delightful? So from an economist's perspective, you almost can't be wrong. I mean, no matter what you predict, there's a chance that that's going to be what happens. Personally, I still think that we're going to see a bit of a slowdown when it comes to rate hikes. You know, you're also seeing the doves make their case. Um, just this week, for example, one of the central bankers for the European Central Bank said, Let's not be hasty about this rate hike stuff. I mean, we're seeing energy prices come down. We're seeing a lot of those inflationary threats deteriorate. So let's not assume that we have to keep pushing the economy. Now, granted, he is one of the board members from Italy, and Italy desperately needs those rates to be down. And so there's certainly a certain amount of... of kind of personal or government interest in his position, but you understand the point. We have data that's indicating both directions. So my bet at this stage is that they will not stop raising rates, but the rate increases will be minor. 2% um, is not an unreasonable target for inflation right now, but it's still pretty distant. We're going to be looking really closely at the PCE numbers, personal consumption expenditure, to see if they started to drift down. Ideally, the Fed would like that to be around 2%, 2.5. Right now, it's sitting at about 4.5. So if we start to see that come down, even to the bottom of the fours, much less high threes, then I think you'll see a bit of relaxation on the part of the central banks. So there you have it, <clears throat> a completely confusing podcast that leaves you with no better information than you had when you started. Thanks, and I'll talk to you next week.